Got time for a quick story. Involving your family in your work can be a lot of fun. And that's something that happens with Sean Johnson. And you can notice that in the visual element of his music. I recently got to talk to him again, Sean Johnson from Tonic Sofa. He has his own project called Sean Johnson and the Big Band Experience. And I got a, a another interview with him recently doing this um, podcast in March of 2022, where he talked about how his wife helps with the design elements of his creative uh, projects and how he's involved his daughters in a lot of what he does visually, like music videos and such. And it's, it's really cool. You're going to hear that in the interview that I do with Sean Johnson, again, of Tonic Sofa from uh, here in the upper Midwest. The occasion of the interview was him coming by to Eau Claire once again to perform. Here's my 2022 chat with Sean Johnson. Well, we're talking once again with uh, Sean Johnson, of course, with Tonic Sofa and also Sean Johnson, Big Band Experience. Talked to last time back in, I think it was 2019, actually, and he came by um, with the Big Band Experience. But coming back to Pablo Center in the Jam Theater, April 10th, that's a Sunday, will be that show. Of course, there's a new album, relatively new at this point. It's about a half year in, just in fact, I think it literally is almost just over a half year old now. Came out back in, what, September 17th, made for her. The latest album. Um, okay, so we're half being a half year in. What what's been the reaction now to the album, and kind of how is it sitting with you now that it's been out in the public and has been birthed to everyone now for for this amount of time? <laughs> well, it's an album I'm, I probably would never have been able to make without a little bit of time off because it was all original. It was a bunch of songs I had written, and I realized the common theme and why I called it "Made for Her" was just all the different women in my life from my wife to daughters to managers to my sister to just and again when i was writing all these songs i didn't really realize that would be the thread but now that i've lived with it for a while and we started to put it into shows and we're back on tour and you get to see finally the response to a lot of the different songs and how people um write and you know it gets hold of you on social media and all that kind of stuff it's just it's become um something that i love and we're actually in the middle of a brand new album which is kind of all crazy big band upbeat so it's a, a complete switch from made for her which is more i want to say thoughtful and um a kind of a lot of songs that were probably more emotional to me um so it's it's incredible to finally see the public response which uh, song has gotten the most visceral response from fans you know, uh, I think the one that people appreciate the most uh, is a song called Multiply by Two, and I did two different versions of it on the album, uh, also kind of accidentally. I was working with a gentleman out of London on the original, and then we ended up doing sort of a jazz uh, version, the second take of it. And that particular song, I think, speaks to a lot of people. It's just kind of a upbeat, fun song, and it's more for my daughters. But there is a song um, also on there, which I wrote for my um, sister called Losing You, and uh, it was basically written, she'd lost her husband, and she had called me one night, and in that conversation, that song was born, just out of a line that she spoke to me, and I, I thought about it the next day and was writing it. But I realized that song now speaks to a lot of other people, not necessarily in a situation of death, it's not all to be like dark and, um, and sort of uh, depressing or anything, but just more of hope, I think, in something that everyone goes through. And so that song has also kind of had a life of its own and taking on certain legs and I'm getting a lot of messages about that particular tune. 
You had mentioned in one of the videos you posted on Facebook about song creation, and this I think was in particular, or with a particular regard. I'm trying to think which which song it was, but it was it was the one the the video, and I'm just blanking on the title, but the video with a uh, with your wife, the song written about her about songs written about people writing a song about writing a song. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know which one I'm talking. Obviously, you know which one I'm talking about. Um, you said in that video where you're talking about the creation of how the the melody popped in your head and you wanted to hold on to that melody for a while until finally you got the right lyrics because you wanted to just have the appropriate ones with that and, and eventually that, that came. How frequently do melodies pop into your head? Oh, all the time. I, I'm a person that happens to kind of write songs. Everybody writes songs differently and people write it out of words or people write it out of melodies. But for myself... I have a million melodies on the, uh, on, just on an app on my phone, and I'm always singing into it as I'm going somewhere on a plane or driving or in the shower. I'm like, oh, that would be a good one. And sometimes you come back to it and are like, what was I thinking? Because in your head, you, you have chords sometimes along with it in your head, and you can't remember those sometimes right. a week later. And now you're like, well, this melody sounds like a nursery rhyme. <laughs> so, you know, for myself, I think uh, I definitely come from that. If I can sing something to somebody with a guitar or with a piano or even with nothing and it works, then I feel like, oh, I might not be the most famous person in the world, but if it strikes people in different places around the country and in different ways without being like, okay, once you hear the final, you're going to like it, but they like it as I'm singing it to them with just a simple guitar chord or something then I feel like that song is going to work. At least for me, it's going to work in the show. And I'm also not married to a song. If I put out a song and I think it's the best song ever and nobody responds to it, then I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's fine. I'll just keep working, keep doing songs. I had a song like that. Um, it's called Marching Soldiers. And there's a lot of people that wrote me that were, you know, like in the military and it struck them. But overall, whenever I sang it, I thought it was just kind of like, eh, it was fine. So that's a particular song that I loved but it just didn't necessarily, you know, hit the same chords with the public, at least at that moment. But of course there are songs that are hits 20 years later and, and really mean something because a different artist sings them. So you never know. Might have another life in another time. Right. All because of you, of course. That was the, the title of that. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I could have said that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was thinking of like, what was that blank, blank, blank? It's, it bugs me when something is right. Like you've been watching it and, and then suddenly you're like, Oh, that always happens just like right at the worst possible time. Um, do you hear songs? And and I ask this because sometimes it will happen to me and I'm not like a songwriter or anything. But sometimes when I hear something, I hear like a, it's almost like a finished product will pop into my head. Like, where did that come from? Like a fully orchestrated, produced, like what the heck? And then, of course, it'll fade off and it's gone. Do you hear things? Like a finished product, do you hear just uh, do, 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 do? How does that work in, in your mind? Well, that is a good question. I, I think it just depends on the song. I've definitely had those moments, as a lot of people talk about, where something comes to you and you're like, I wrote this down in 15 minutes and here it is. And that has worked. And other times I have grinded it out over weeks and months and, you know, sometimes come back to it and it's like, oh, there's something good there, but I, I just can't find it. Or I finally did a turn of phrase, maybe that changes something. Um, so I think it just depends on the song. I mean, you hope for those days that you're talking about where it's like the whole song comes to you. That's not always the case for me. Um, definitely, I think I, I just come up sometimes with a chorus or a chorus and a verse, and then I have to get to work. And those are the times that I think you, if you have the time, and um, in the last year and a half, we definitely had some time where theaters were closed down. That I thought, okay, I'm going to, every day... I'm going to write a little, and that was something I'd never enjoyed, never gotten to do. 
and so I so appreciated that time and it and it just gave me so many chances to work on things I'd wanted to and I just really was was thrilled about that. So yes, if you come up with a song that has everything behind it and you wanted to talk to me and we could be co writers or something, just give me a call. <laughs> I might have to start texting you like at like two thirty in the morning, something comes to me and I'm like, Hey Sean, guess what? You're like, dude, stop. It's two thirty in the morning. Don't do this. Yeah, I like you, but <laughs> yeah, but this is, this is limitations here. Um you mentioned the pandemic and having the time to focus. How did all, however anyone experienced it, and it varies from location to location too, but all of that, did that affect your artistry? Did you have any changes of perspective in terms of either musical creation creation, or musical arranging or anything? Yeah, I mean, I, I was lucky in that I felt like no matter how long it takes for theaters or different states or, you know, everybody had different regulations, no matter how long it took, I thought, well, I can come back to music. I had planned for not that, but some sort of eventuality uh, similar, maybe illness or, you know, different things that change. Um, so I, I was all right with it, but um, but so many people I know, and myself a little bit, thought, is this what I want to do after a long time? Do I want to come back to this? Or am I just coming back to songwriting, which I really appreciate? Or am I coming back to helping manage other careers, which I've also done a little bit of? do I do something else? So I was, I think like a lot of people in creative fields who are kind of waiting on others. Cause you, I can't go out and perform if everything's closed. There's nothing I can do about it. And live streams in some ways, you know, they have their, they have their day, but you can't just do live streams all the time. It's not the same. Um, it was definitely a piece of it for us. And I appreciate that, but it was, it was unique because, I did think about other things. You have the time to think about other things. And I was never sure if I would step foot on stage again. And I say that sometimes now we were on a big tour at Christmas and I've been touring since and, and a little bit before that, but it is the most exciting thing. I think I took a lot for granted. And now when I'm back on stage, I'm like, wow, every day so far, I just tell myself in the dressing room, tell myself on the way, like this didn't have to be, so I kind of every show, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I'm, I'm like, wow, this, this is the last time I'm going to do this because I never thought of that for the years and years before that, that we just toured around the world. And um, so it is very exciting. I'm sure it sounds cheesy to people in the audience. It's like, oh, really? You didn't think you'd sing again or you didn't think you'd be on stage again? But it is a very literal thing to me that it's like, yeah, I, I did not know if I would be back here. I did have moments where I thought, do I want to do something else? Because... I like writing and I like designing and I don't, it's not necessarily, I have to be, I didn't, I have to be singing and I didn't realize how much I missed it. So now that I'm on stage, I'm like, wow, there is a part of me that kind of forgot in that year and a half, but now remembers strongly. So if you'd let's say suddenly you couldn't, woke up one morning, you couldn't sing, which is a terrible thing to imagine, but let's say that happened, you're like, well, I guess I do have to. So what would be your next choice career you alluded to that what what would you dive into if you had to do something else yeah i mean i think I've, I've written a lot of songs when i write a lot of songs and you sell them to people or you put them in movies or different things it doesn't have to be me i, I don't write a song and think i'm gonna make that famous i'm just kind of a goober <laughs> doing what i love to do yeah so it's not like it has to be me so that would be one way um my wife and i were just starting a kind of a design we we both she has been in design for her career and I have at times helped people design parts of their houses or different things just for fun, not not in any way like I was going to make it a, a career. Um, but I love that part. And so with her expertise, we kind of formed a company that we're just starting. But it's mostly just with people that we know. We haven't put it out there anywhere. And um, and it's kind of designing. We're very into modern and sort of crazy different styles. So 
we've it's crazy we kind of put the word out as friends and now we have projects for the next year or two that we're doing so i don't know if we'll ever launch that like publicly oh, here i'm talking to you publicly <laughs> oh, man, here we go. Know, <laughs> we'll do it no claire too no but uh but so that is that's kind of a life of its own and i'm interested in where that goes um and i love working with my wife we got to work on a lot of things from videos to pictures to, to marketing to all sorts of things with big band that she helps me with and people are always saying to me oh who did that video who did it? it's like it's always my wife so to work in another direction with her would be something I'd be interested in. Um, there's just, the, you know, the sky's the limit. I, I, we are in Nashville currently, and yesterday we were just kind of looking, driving around. We're like, oh, that home's cool, and that thing's cool. And, oh, Waylon Jennings recorded in that home. You know? <laughs> so there's all sorts of things with history and music and design. It's all rolled into one. If I can make one job that has all of that, then I'm set. Yeah. you're the Speaking of the design, I noticed that in the videos and all of the imagery you've got, your website, social media, there's, there's a brightness to it there there's a vibrancy that comes out in all that so that's all her that's that's she's the driving force on that yeah she's the vibrancy she's sitting next to me so i'm going to say this like twice yes she <laughs> is the vibrancy luke <laughs> yes say it a little louder would you like yes what did you say about how amazing that all was that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting we're sitting uh, at a um, Arrington Vineyards, which is Kix Brooks with a country country duo, it's yeah. his vineyard. And yeah. we're sitting in the car because we're like, well, we don't want to be out in the wind. You know, it's all kind of outside. So we're like, let's sit in the car. So she's right next to me. So yeah, anything you can say it was, good yes. will help me. Yes. You, keep, <laughs> keep up the design work. It's awesome. Yes. Yes. It's great. Um, but then also in the videos, the, your kids. Um, I mean, yes. just c- completely adorable. Absolutely adorable. Um, which one do you think has the is most likely to do your career, and which one is most oh likely to do your wife's career? <laughs> or is it one well, of the same? A, oh, no, no. It's, yeah, they're, it's all creative. You know, it's, uh, uh, I would like to think so. I have three girls um, from five up to 14. And so, I don't know, you know, we, we try not to push anything on anybody, and I know you're not saying that, but, like, we don't really say, oh, yeah, if you did music, that'd be great, or, you know, dancing or art or something we we are like what do they want to do what what i mean if it's something completely different than what i hope for them uh that's okay so i think our oldest right now is probably the most into music she plays guitar she's singing she's like i want to join the show choir and all these things (laughs) um so probably her um i think my middle child we we don't know what she's going to be she's going to be like i I don't know she might be a comedian maybe (laughs) who knows (laughs) she's so funny and witty and our youngest is kind of a mix of the two, I feel like. So, uh, you know, I really don't know. It is kind of exciting to figure out or to find out what they will choose. And um, it's been interesting. So many times, you know, you're like, wow, she likes, you know, volleyball, but she also likes the loot or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does this mean? <laughs> what is this going to mean for a future? I don't know. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of art in our house. We like to travel. They're, they come to a lot of shows. They've been, you know, when we're performing with the orchestras, I remember some of the people on the timpani were like, oh, this is how you play it. And, you know, so it was kind of cool. They've been in studios around the country. And so I think there's something of that. But I don't know if any of them will go into music or not. And I don't know if I would tell them to, because everywhere we go, they're like, to make a living as a musician, you know, one of the hardest things in the world. And I don't know, that that may be true. But I, I do hope they all go into, you know, small business and follow their passion in some way, whatever that means. Absolutely. Um you, you, your passion, obviously, on the side compared to Tonic Sofa is big band. You mentioned that the next album is more big band oriented and more, more break that down a little bit further. What what approach are you 
are you are you really zooming in on for this next project? Is is it is it more traditional? Let's let's go back to the big band approach, or are you mixing it up a little? What's the artistry like with that? Yeah, it is. Oh, you have some great questions. I seriously, I'm gonna just we're just gonna talk every day if you don't mind. We probably Call me should. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> in the uh, afternoon, in the daytime, not nighttime. Obviously, yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it works. I uh, no, I. I I think the last album, I didn't know, again, that it was going to be an album. I was just writing songs. Um, I did put them together because I did think they had a common theme. And I, I think there's some upbeat songs and, and such in it. There's a big band element to all of it because some of it, even if it's a slow song, it was always sort of passion and emotion and a crooner singing. And um, I, there's always a horn section that kind of you know elevates the song. So I think there was those pieces in this last album. But I wanted something, when I look back on it, and for the next thing, I'm just kind of in the mood to be like, this is all going to be upbeat, this is all going to be fun. Big band, I guess I just mean that there's going to be a certain stamp of, whether it's arranging or horns, that you can feel that even if it has a foot in the modern era, which I'm, I, and I mean by that is I just put some of my own influences in it, I hope, so that you can listen to it and go, well, maybe this isn't traditional big band. It's not what I think of as big band, but I can tell that he's influenced by Big Band, I can tell that this has Big Band in it. And maybe there will be. There's a song I had just written the other day that is very sort of traditional, upbeat Big Band. I didn't intend it to be that way, but it just came out that way. Um, so I think I just always want one foot in that uh, Big Band sort of sound, and I want to pay an homage to those particular artists, but again, I can't say enough, try to do it in my own way. More immediate will be, of course, the performance April 10th, um... What kind of show can folks going to Pablo's Center, going to the Jam Theater there, expect and on the 10th? Yeah, you know, it is just always, to me, it's always a party. It's always a bit of a roller coaster of trying to take people on, you know, an emotional ride of some sort, forget what they're doing for that time. I take the entertaining sort of quality of Tonic Souls, if you've seen us or not, the acapella group. I mean, whether we're repelling from ceilings or bringing people on stage, it's important to me to do more than just stand there and say, oh, I'm so cool, here's another song, because I've never been cool, first of all, so that's a problem. <laughs> um, but I definitely take that part from Tonic Solva, and in big band, you have all these amazing musicians from around the Midwest that have somehow stuck through me through this experiment, and so we just keep getting tighter and tighter as a group and uh, traveling around the country, and I think there's more camaraderie, and I think you can see that and feel that. we got all sorts of new songs. We'll do a song or two that you know, we'll do some songs that you would definitely know, but in a big band style, and it's just kind of this giant mix to me. Um, some people, I think, were turned off uh, by Big Band. I mean, I put Big Band in the title because I thought, well, that's what I love, and that's what I think all these songs are influenced by. But I've definitely had people say, oh my gosh, you shouldn't put Big Band, you shouldn't say that because it cuts out all these people, and then we love it. We don't, we don't know or care about Big Band, but we love your show. But I, I like that it's in there because, again, it is where I sort of rooted this particular group and what it comes out of and what I always wanted to do, and now I'm doing it. So hopefully you can see that enthusiasm on stage as well. That'll be coming up again Sunday, April 10th in Eau Claire. Sean Johnson and the Big Band Experience. And of course, Made for Her, go listen to it, uh, platforms, uh, buy it, et cetera, et cetera. Sean, it was good to chat with you once again. And uh, once again, your wife is incredible with designs, so check out all the stuff she's doing <laughs> as well. I'm just going to keep milking this for, for you as, as much as I can. I'm, I'm scoring you points for it. I know. You just got to put, put a record loop on there. So thanks again, Sean, for taking time to Thank chat you, with us today. And uh, we'll see you down the road. Thank you so much. Another really fun interview with Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson and the Big Band Experience, as I mentioned, 
And coming to Eau Claire in April of 2022, the occasion of this particular interview. If you want to learn more about what he's doing, go to SeanJohnsonMusic.com. Spell his name S-H-A-U-N um, and J-O-H-N-S-O-N. SeanJohnsonMusic.com. A lot of links to social media platforms and listening platforms and a whole lot there. He's very much engaged on social media. So follow him and you will definitely know what's uh, going on with him. Of course, he's also a part of uh, Tonic Sofa. So be on the lookout for their activities as well. That's the latest edition of Got Time for a Quick Story. Thanks, as always, to my employer, Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for providing the platform for doing a lot of these interviews. You can listen to and sometimes watch these interviews at our interviews page which is under Features at GreatestHits981.com. You can also go to our YouTube channel for Greatest Hits 98.1. Thanks to Michelle Massman for, once again, helping to set up uh, this interview with uh, with Sean. Uh, you can find this podcast on a lot of the usual platforms, so subscribe to it so you know when new episodes are arriving and uh, rate it up. That will help spread the word around even more. Got time for a quick story? I'm Luke Anthony.